Don't keep your day job as supported by Pocket, your space to absorb all the amazing content you find on the web. Fill the Pocket app with these articles, long reads, and videos that catch your eye and create a quiet corner to focus on your interests. Transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. Download from your app store. Thanks to Latote for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. With Latote, you can rent unlimited fashion. Just wear, return, and discover fashion that fits you better. It's going to take the stress out of getting dressed, I promise. Go to latote.com, that's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started and enter promo code DREAMJOB at checkout to get 20% off your first month. Again, that's latote.com and enter your code DREAMJOB. Hey guys, this is Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. How are you guys doing? Do you have any idea how much I love you? Do you have any idea what you've done for my life? Every single day, I get so excited. I open up my Instagram and I have these DMs from you guys. And you know how a lot of people, you hear them talk about how the world is just, you know, we're in such a dark time. It's like I open up my Instagram and I get to meet all of these souls who are new friends. And every single one of you is just awesome, inspiring, positive, doing incredibly courageous things, wanting to grow, wanting to get out of your comfort zone. I'm so proud of you. And you make me see the world in this way where I, I like don't know what people are talking about. I mean, I know everybody else is like filling their consciousness with like the news and all these. I'm filling my consciousness with you guys and I'm feeling pretty excited. So if you do want to connect with me, I respond to every single DM I get. That's my uh, ironclad guarantee. So uh, reach out to me on Instagram. Come follow me there at kathy.heller. It's C-A-T-H-Y dot H-E-L-L-E-R. And we can talk. We can hang out. Tell me what's going on with you. Tell me what you're struggling with. Tell me what you're excited about. And I'll just be there to support you, remind you, uh, maybe just give you like one or two ideas that maybe will help. So I just want to let you know that. And um, I'm excited about these Thursday episodes. I love these episodes. What we're going to start doing is something new. Uh, in addition to reading your wins, in addition to talking about your questions and, and getting into that, I wanted to start interviewing people who are not necessarily household names making millions of dollars, best-selling books, and people who have billion-dollar companies. I wanted to start you know, making sure that we interview people who are really successful doing what they love Maybe they're just making $150,000, $300,000. Maybe they're making 80 grand doing their needlepoint, making Etsy stuff. I want to start interviewing those people because it is so close. It is so, so close. And I want you to see that. And I want to really make this so clear. I want you to have that clarity because when your mind is clear, you can go, you can move, you're going to be energized. So much of this is really training yourself to see what's there, to see what's possible. And sometimes when you're listening to somebody who's a best-selling author, somebody who just sold their company, like Bobby Brown sold her makeup line for over a billion dollars, you're like, wow, I mean, it's cool. You know, on the show, we talked about how incredible she is. She started off, you know, cold calling people from the phone book. You guys should go back and listen to that episode. Like she built this empire from scratch. She was a waitress. It's amazing. J.K. Rowling, amazing. And yet at this point, she's so big. She's done so much. She's amassed so much success that it could leave you then still feeling a little bit bewildered, like how on earth will I climb that mountain? So I want to start making sure that we fold in some interviews with people who are, you know, not 20,000 steps ahead. They're like six steps ahead so that you really start to see and feel how you're like two degrees away from something that could just free you. You could be free. I feel sometimes when my uh, editor was talking to me, we're finishing my book and she's like, how does it feel? I'm like, I feel like I beat the system. I remember when I made a hundred, my first $100,000 from writing music, I felt like that was 
gold. The fact that I didn't have to work a day job, I could just do my music. To me, that's success. Like just being able to make a living and you're free. You're not, you're not working on things that you don't care about. You're working on your dreams. You're spending your energy working on yourself, getting out of your comfort zone, thinking about what else you have to contribute, what skills, what unique talents, what story. Remember this, Amber said it when she was here, your mess is your message. I want you to be free of sitting down and building someone else's empire. I want you to have the ability. That's what I see the money for. When Gretchen Rubin was here, she said, why is the money important? Because it's freedom. Because if you're making a living doing what you love, you're free to spend your time on what you want to do. So that's when people say to me, how come you just don't talk to people about purpose in general? Why is it about making a living doing what you love? And I say, because if you're free to spend all your daytime on your message, on what you have to express, that to me is it. And so it's not a matter of what number to get to. It's not like you have to get to a million bucks a year. And if you don't, you failed. No, I want to see you making a living, being able to do your thing and that's it. And you don't have to do other stuff. And that does take a little time. And remember, I want you to feel encouraged because every single thing I started, including this podcast, this podcast was a side hustle. I thought this was going to be just like a slow and steady. I would spend a little time every week carving it out, you know, and it wound up becoming now my biggest, most fun thing that I spend the most time on. And my music is now a side hustle to the podcast. So remember that we can grow these things while we have a day job, building a bridge as opposed to taking a leap off of a cliff. We can build a bridge from where we are to where we want to be. The other thing I just wanted to say is recently, Rachel Hollis reminded me of an incredible quote, which I just think everyone should be reminded of every single day. You know, you've heard this quote before that ships are safe in harbor, but that's not what ships were built for. That's it, you guys. Every day, we're going to get scared. Every day, I I know there's going to be things that make you uncomfortable because that's called growing pains. You know, when we're sort of not going to do this routine that's keeping us safe, we're going to start reaching. We're going to start putting ourselves out there. We might be, you know, risking rejection. We might be sending someone an email or, you know, putting our artwork out there. And it is scary, but that's what you were built to do. You weren't built to sit in that harbor. You were built to soar. You were built to see the world. You were built to set out on those seas and you are so much stronger. You have a capacity to handle those rough waves. You have a capacity. And then there's so much fulfillment that comes from not taking the easy road, from going for it. And maybe something that can fuel you. You know, I recently told you that I saw that movie with Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky. It was like all about the search for greatness. And one thing that they said is that These athletes, sometimes in order to push themselves to get out of that comfort zone, they'll think about the people who told them they can't amount to anything. They'll actually use that. And one of the guys was saying, you know, Michael Jordan, he had to like make it up because so many people thought he was the the best ever. Meanwhile, he would focus on like that one person. So I remember in the movie, he says, when I was in North Carolina playing basketball, the coach was on the cover of Sports Illustrated and he was asked to pick his four best starters. And he didn't pick me to go on the cover with him. He picked four other guys. He's like, and I thought about that every single day when I was in Chicago, like he'll be sorry. He's going to recognize, he's going to testify that I am the greatest ever. And it's amazing. So sometimes I've used that in my life. You know, when I was in high school, I didn't have a single solo line in any musical. I didn't have 
any of that. I, I was not the person who was most likely to succeed at anything, even in my own family. You know, my, my sister was deemed the talented one and no one was even curious what I got on my report card. No one even asked. Nobody even, you know, considered that maybe I would do something great. And I think I always had this like, that's going to push me even further out of my comfort zone because I'll show them. And so that really is sometimes the best thing is like, you know, when someone says something negative, it's like, prove them wrong. That's the best revenge, you know, make yourself a happy, fulfilled human being. That is the best thing you could do. Okay. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. Don't Keep Your Day Job is supported by Pocket, the app for reading, watching, and listening to all the amazing content you find on the web. If you love podcasts, you're going to love Pocket's new listen feature. Any article you've saved can be read out loud, so the rest of you is free to cook, commute, work out, walk, or just relax and listen. Transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. You can download from your app store or at getpocket.com. Okay, so... We're going to dive in to this week's episode. If you guys like this episode, if you like any of our episodes, take a second, share it with a friend, post it on your Instagram. I would love that. It means the world. And don't forget, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes and make sure you go ahead and leave us a rating or iTunes review or both. It literally will take you 30 seconds. You could do it from your mobile phone. If you scroll all the way down, you can do it on your desktop. It's a little easier. Just go ahead and do it because it changes our reality. When you guys leave reviews, when you guys share the show, it changes our reality so much. And it doesn't cost you anything in money. And it probably costs you at most a minute of your time. And it means the world to us. I really appreciate it. Okay. So here's a clip I want to play for you. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing a few people I really love. Dove Rosenblatt, Jivit Swirsky, and Ami Kozak. They are incredibly talented songwriters. They're singers, musicians, but together... They are in an amazing band called Distant Cousins. And, and the reason I wanted to have them on is because they're not A-list celebrities. They're not on the covers of tons of magazines. But like I said earlier on in the show, they're making a fantastic living doing their music. That's all they're doing. They don't have to have day jobs. To me, they're in the 1% of musicians. They're making a living writing songs, and that is incredible. They've had their songs in commercials, TV shows like Graceland, uh, movies like This Is Where I Leave You, and most recently, they have a song in the trailer for How to Train Your Dragon 3, and I just heard that a song that David sang was the number one song on TV last week in a show called A Million Little Things. It's a song called Unexpected. And what's also super important is that they know how to use their gifts and their passion and music to connect with their audience. They've built their Instagram following they love engaging with people. They're enjoying the process. I think it's really important to have this conversation for any creative who's trying to market their material in the, in any industry, but without feeling like you have to compromise your artistic values, figuring out how to do it. By the way, they're also all dads. Ami has three kids. Dove has three kids. David has two kids. They're married. They're, they're really balancing all of this. So we interviewed them at my house and then afterwards they played a few of their songs. So we're going to play one of those songs now and you'll hear another one of them at the end of the show. Uh, but I want to go ahead and uh, play you one of these songs now. Both of these songs, by the way, the lyrics of these songs, these two in particular, are so impactful and, and really are on point with what we talk about on the show. So um, if you want to hear more of their music, they actually have a new album, their first full-length album. They've put out a bunch of singles. They put out a bunch of EPs. But their first full-length album is available now for pre-order. It comes out in about a week. It's called Next of Kin. You definitely want to check that out after this episode. Let me play you one of their songs right now. I 
take my own advice and make the most of it. Too many times my choices have been guided by my fears. Into the dark and unknown water I will sink or swim. Like a blade of grass reaching for the sun, I'm ready to Cousins. I'm so glad you guys are here. 
Here we are. I've been a fan of the show for a really long time, following since the beginning, and you always uh, you find a way to make everything you do successful. So congrats on the podcast. Thank you. Really great to be here. We're excited. Say hello. Who are you? I'm Dove, uh, and yeah, it's good to be here. We've been fans of yours and friends of yours for a while, so thanks for having us. It's really fun to have people on the show who I know for a long time, who I love, and who I've watched like from the seed level like begin. And what fans of the show don't know is that I used to live in a duplex on the top floor, and David used to live right below us with his adorable family and his beautiful wife. And Dove and I had met, I think, even before that. We were introduced through David Kopp, who does the artwork for the show, who's a good friend of all of ours. And then we we started talking a lot about music and getting your music off the ground. And fans of the show know that I am a songwriter, and I started out uh, getting my songs licensed to stuff. And I remember... I was at your house for a Saturday evening and you guys were playing the song on my way. And I said to you, I was like, that's the thing. And you're like, yeah, people, people like that. People have been saying that same thing. And I'm like, yeah, so you guys should get together and and do this and you'll license all your songs. And you're like, yeah, we've been thinking that. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm seconding. It wasn't the first one to say it. I wasn't the second. I was just one of the many. So one thing I do want to talk about, because so often on the show, we talk about how do you make your hobby your business, right? And so when Seth Godin was on the show, he said that any successful transaction at the heart of it is radical empathy. And it's about solving problems. And that marketing isn't about trying to sell someone on something. It's doing something that they love, that they need, getting them, seeing them, and that everyone wants to be seen. There's something that you guys have been doing, and there is a perfect marriage between being authentic, which you are, you can't help but be authentic because you are some of the most real people I've ever met. And at the same time, writing things that are not only your story, it's other, it's somebody else's story. And what you guys were paid for that end title, we're talking about six figures. So that means you're doing something that not just makes you happy, not just makes something that's beautiful to you, but you're making things and you've done it over and over again. Let's talk about that. Sure. So I think from a creative standpoint, when you begin at something, so when we first started, we just didn't know who we were yet. So we couldn't expect, you know, pure like authenticity, not thinking about how we're like, what, no, no calculation right off the bat. You have to sort of think about, okay, maybe let's take a more conscious approach and say like, what do we want to make? And where can it live? Mm-hmm. And I came from the commercial world and I was seeing in sync yeah. different styles and stuff like that. So we're like, Let's try that and see what happens without thinking to, obviously we're thinking about how to, you know, monetize and make a living at this. But if you go too far with it, then it's like you're trying too hard, just like in a, just like in a a social setting, you know, you want to be authentic when you meet people. But, you know, when when you're younger and a little more raw, it's going to feel a little bit, you know, shaky. And with time, you get a stronger sense of identity. So I would say now we're certainly at a point, like, as you said, there's this marriage of like not having to think about it so much and whatever whatever we put out we put out and it feels great and our sensibilities are sharpened but initially yeah you're just experimenting and it's okay to do that you know in the first batch of songs um that we wrote you know you don't have that validation from like the outside world yet i mean every song you've written up until that point you've also thought was great so it's a little hard to be objective about your own music until you have that validation and that matters a lot just because it means somebody else sees value in what you see value in. And uh, it kind of steers you in a, a certain uh, direction as to what is resonating. So when we got that, you know, that was like, okay, 
we had a sense that this could work in this sync world. This song was good for that, and it was. And then after that, we just kept getting a, a couple of more. And then one of our first songs, that was featured in This Is Where I Leave You as like the end title scene and credits. And that was, you know, got to go to the red carpet and do all this fancy Hollywood stuff. It's good to celebrate those little yeah. moments. No, but just as far as um, how it felt, there were two. F- I remember, as Ami said, and as you said that, it came back to me. Like, you know, you know you're up for something for a while, and that's a really challenging thing, I find. I don't know if you feel the same way, but you have to train yourself to not think about it and let it go. We know we're up for this big thing. We'll be pleasantly surprised if it lands, which is very hard, but it's definitely worth the effort of training yourself to do that. Right. Just going back to that radical empathy, you know, anyone who's listening to this show is listening because they want more fulfillment. You talked about how hard it is when you have to wait and the rejection of not getting it. And then that's part of why it's hard to wait, because you're like, am I going to attach myself to this outcome? And then is it, is it going to come? Is it not going to come? But you have to do that. So what can you say to them to get them through that and get them back on the horse? I would say fall in love with the process of what you're doing. If you're in love with what you do, you have to do it. You want to do it. And it's really, you know, last night we had a show, a song on a show that me and my wife were watching. And, you know, I had this feeling and I often do like, oh, when it's on. When I see it, I'm going to feel so full and great. And the truth is, I felt full and great working on the music. That was the great part. And even waiting to see if it would make it on the show is a lot of fun. The actual happening of it, so love love the process. And something that it's easy to say and really difficult to do is fall in love with failure. Because that's where you learn the most. And then don't be afraid to succeed. These are things I tell myself. They're not easy to do. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes we're afraid of failure, but success could be terrifying because it means you might have to change. You might have to grow into something. You might be uncomfortable at the beginning. You might have to uh, show up for something that you don't yeah. before. So That's big. No? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love all of those. But, I mean, the only other thing I'd add, which I think all of that... It, my wife and I were actually just listening to a song last night and a lyric jumped out that we both loved, which was, don't second guess your heart, it's always right. And so I think also just trusting because there's this, it, there is no easy way. It's a difficult balance of kind of following the signs and like you said, like learning from the rejections and all of that. And at the same time, that's for a specific path too. I mean, we just went to see St. Vincent the other night and that show is like, she's just doing what's in her heart and she knows this is my creative spirit and this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do. This is the question I I think that started my wanting to do this show. You know, I believe that every person um, was put here to say something that only they can say and they can only say it the way they're going to say it. That's only going to come from them. And so I'm wondering if you have a sense of like, if you could boil it down What's the thing you want to say? What is the thing that you feel you're here to express? What a big question. Um, You know, there's moments in my life that I've shared with people that are transcendent. Um, So it's not about relaying a message. It's It's about being in a certain spot. It's kind of like a Zen thing. (laughs) It's like you're in a certain place where 
all these questions almost disappear, mm-hmm. and um, it feels like you're always trying to get back to these places. Um, I often have it playing music. I often have it playing music with these guys. There's some, and you could be at a concert. Um, you could be with somebody you love, and everything falls away. So that's where I'm trying to get to. That's in a moment like that. Also, we, we'll sometimes talk about this. Like you'll do something that makes a bunch of money one night, and you'll come home feeling kind of crappy even sometimes. Then we'll play a show at a club sometimes. Come back with no money, and literally. That keeps you going for another month. That that energy that you took with you. So, I kind of feel like my job is to share that with as many people as possible, as much of the time as possible. For myself, it just it was always about connecting with other people in a very real way. And so, whether that was even just socially, you know, joking around and sharing stories or whatever. And then once I started playing concerts, and you see the impact, and you go over to people and you connect in a very real way. I was like became addicted to that. I think I love that element of it. And I guess maybe the message through that is for other people to find something like that too, to find some genuine connection, especially with all the behind the glass social media stuff. It's like you still have to come to a show and see it for yourself and meet the people and the people around you. And so like kind of making that connection infectious, hopefully. Yeah. I do feel like one of the best ways, if not the best way to make the world a better place is for you to be happy doing what you love. Because like Dove said and Ami said it, is this idea of like, I just love doing it and I hope that you experiencing this moment, hearing me play music, seeing me being in a state of joy. And like Jivit said, you know, it's like that egoless state where everything falls away. You just feel like you're just like, channeling something and that everybody's one and there's no egos there's no bodies we're just kind of there in this moment and timeless it's just you're making yourself happy that is the best way for you to make people around you come to life because it inspires other people it gives other people permission like go do that thing you love you know how much better how much less fighting how much less political stuff would be on your facebook feed if people were using that energy to go do those things that made them happy and then they keep doing it because like david said you fall in love with the process of it and then because you love it and you're in the process and you're loving the process you get better at playing the bazooki you get better at doing makeup you get better at it and then people around you go well look at her i mean she just has the the guts and and she just decided to go do that full time like yeah you can do that too right so i love so much what what everybody said and um for people who are listening, I want you to tell us what's next, where we can find you. And if you all want to answer, it's fine. But if just one of you wants to answer, like, what's your last piece of advice? People are listening right now. They're going to leave here. They're going to hear you sing now. They're going to be inspired. Some people are going to want to, you know, go do whatever is their thing. And then maybe 40 minutes later or tomorrow, they might get overwhelmed again and go, I don't know if this is possible or what am I supposed to do? Or yeah, what's that next step? Is there any piece of advice that you feel you want to leave them with, like something to maybe go do or think about? I think that's practical that that I, you know, that took a while for me to understand is this business. If you have to think because you're entering the business of this, we've talked a lot about the creative process and how we collaborate and, you know, the musical side of things. But it's a social business and people have to know you before they ever give your song a chance and having a personal connection. This is something, Kathy, you've talked about 
that making friends and making relationships is the first step. You keep thinking, now, how do I write the right song? How do I get it to the right person? Because what happens? You write the right song, then you say, hello, I'm such and such songwriter. I believe that this song would be perfect for your movie. That will get canned right away. It won't even get a listen, even if the song is good. But if you say, hey, I'm, it was great seeing you the other night, and you met somebody, and there's a bit of a personal connection there, that, that's the filter that cuts you through all the clutter. So I would say put as much emphasis, there's the creative craft and process, put as much emphasis on the networking side, and that's kind of a dirty word, but I just mean meeting people in person, you know, and then following up, following up with the art, because they have to get through you first and feel connected to you, and that will be the ultimate decider as to whether your track even gets heard. What I tell myself is uh, deep breaths, one foot in front of the other, and... um Gratitude. Those are the three things I repeat to myself a lot. So that's what I would tell anybody else. No. Well, I think they nailed the advice, so I'll just tell you where you could find us. So you can go to Distant Cousins Official. And we're really excited. This is the first time this album, it's called Next of Kin, it's the first time we've teamed up with a label. So there's a, a record label called Julian Records that's putting it out November 30th, and it'll be wherever you digest your music, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Okay, before we go on, let's take a quick ad break. Going to the actual store with my kids, it's one of the things that makes me the most anxious because while I'm trying to look through things, the three of them are all over the place. It makes me crazy. It's not safe. So I wind up just like pulling things off the racks. I come home and I'm like, why did I buy this? This doesn't fit me. And then I say to myself, okay, I'm going to return it. And then I forget to return it because I don't have the time. That's why I'm so glad there's Latote. Latote takes all the stress away from me of getting dressed. You know, I need time to play with things. And sometimes I want to try on a style that I haven't bought before, but I don't want to commit. I just want to see how it feels. So you can get the right styles in your right size delivered. You can rent the pieces that fit and then you can send them back when you're done and you can repeat. Latote takes your measurements and ratings and learns not just your size, but the nuances of how you like your clothes to fit. It's such a relief to know that I'm going to get clothes that actually fit. I can actually wear and there's no stress. If I don't like it, I can just return it. And then they send me some more cool stuff the next month. It's really fun. It makes trying on clothes clothes hassle-free. You guys should check it out. With Latote, you can rent unlimited fashion. Just wear, return, and discover fashion that fits you better. It's going to take the stress out of getting dressed. So go to latote.com. That's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. Enter promo code DREAMJOB at checkout to get 20% off your first month. Again, that's latote.com and enter your code DREAMJOB. Okay, let's talk about your wins. So Jesse DM me on Instagram and said, you've been such an inspiration over the past few months. I wanted to share what you've motivated me to create. As I'm figuring out my voice and what I have to say to the world, I've decided to transition from my micro essays on Instagram to a new website and blog. I just went live and put up my first official post as both an artist and personal trainer, a wellness professional. My desire is to be a voice for artists that reminds them we are more than our art. To be a great artist, we need to pursue wellness, refining talent, while also refining our emotions emotional, mental, and physical, spiritual well-being to be a hashtag well artist. When we are well, our gifts and passions are magnified. Cheers, Jesse. Jesse, thank you so much for sharing this. I think that's a really important mission and everything you're doing, it's, it's really important for us to take care of ourselves if we expect to show up for the world. You can go ahead and check out the beautiful website, jessecorbin.com. That's J-E-S-S-E-C-O-R-B-I-N.com. And you can follow him on Instagram at Jesse M. Corbin. Okay, next win. Tia posted in our Facebook group. She said, I did it. I launched my Etsy store. I laughed because I only had time to add two items before I left the house for my day job, but it's launched. Tia, 
that's even more awesome. Congrats on launching this. Congrats. The fact that you put up two items, it's better than not putting up any. Most people wouldn't have done that. You have to start somewhere and you're going to keep building on that momentum. So good for you. The shirts are super cute. You guys should go take a look. You can find her on Etsy at when pigs fly LLC. And that's all one word. I just want to mention that it was so cool when Tia posted this. Everyone in our group was super encouraging and they said things like, post a link to your Etsy shop, share it. We want to know where we can find you. Guys, this Facebook group is the real deal. It's a place to talk about what you're doing. You can promote it and you can post all the links. I want you to start practicing putting things out there. We want to support you. So come on over, find us on Facebook at Don't Keep Your Day Job. It's a Facebook group. You'll find us there. One more win, Lindsay DM me on Instagram. Hi, Kathy. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning and it's been inspiring me to just jump in and have the confidence in my artwork. I've been trying to be active on Instagram by posting my drawings and showing my work at local art shows and have been getting commissions by doing so. But I'm an aspiring illustrator and would love to work on my own comics and book ideas eventually. Thank you so much for being you and for the amazing podcast. Lindsay, thank you. That's really, really nice. Super awesome. I love your drawings. You're really talented. Keep it up. I'm certain you will get to a point where you're illustrating your own books and I can't wait to see them. You guys, you can give Lindsay some love. Her Instagram is L-Y-N-S-Y Madison. That's L-Y-N-S-Y Madison. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay. It's time to talk about our amazing listening groups. You guys, people are meeting up all over the world, all over the country to discuss these episodes week after week, to talk about what ideas they can implement and to help each other to be accountable, to brainstorm with each other. It's really exciting to see these groups coming together and have you all meeting each other. The Baltimore groups scheduled their first meeting as well as the Chicago group. Our listeners in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Kentucky have been introducing themselves to each other. And Debbie in Virginia has been organizing the group in her area and she said, I stirred up a group of local entrepreneurs to listen to two of the Don't Keep Your Day Job episodes, many of who have never listened to podcasts. I have them listening to the Jen Sincero and Jessica Huey episodes, and we meet via Zoom call tomorrow. I'm on a mission to get this going and to get an active group. I'm so thankful for Kathy's work. It's been a life changer for me. Stay tuned, Debbie. Debbie, that's amazing. That's unbelievable. I think the whole world of podcasting needs to send you a huge thanks. We can't wait to hear how it's going. You guys, this Zoom idea is really awesome. You can meet on Zoom video where you can see each other, like the screen split sort of like the Brady Bunch screen and you can all talk to one another. You don't have to be you know, down the street from each other. You could be across the country. You could be across the ocean. This is really awesome. Debbie, please keep us posted. And if any of you out there want to join a local meetup group, you can email us at hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com and just let us know what city and state you're in and we'll get you into a group. You guys are the best. This is so fun. Thank you for giving me like the journey of my life. I love love doing the show. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend. Leave us a review on iTunes. Come on over and follow me on Instagram at kathy.heller. Uh, Kathy's with a C. You can DM me there. Um, if you have any questions or you want to share your wins, you can post it in our Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. Please help us uh, keep sharing the show. Share this with someone who you think this would help. This would inspire. Let's help each other in this world to take our gifts and to get out of that comfort zone and to know that we are already there. You're enough. Your work in progress messiness, it's actually enough to inspire somebody else. What you've been through and the way you can do things and share things and see the world, it already is going to start to help other people. So let's start and let's help one another to be inspired to share their gifts. I'm going to leave you with another song by the one and only Distant Cousins. You're going to really love this. Um, Don't forget, if you want to check them out, uh, go follow them on Instagram. You can pre-order their new record. They're amazing. They deserve your support. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. The road is
Told me apart so I could be 